Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. It's all about Going everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of going. shit. <laughs> another episode of Pops Culture. And um, first, before we get to today's episode, uh, remember go to dadbotapparel.com and enter code word pops p o p s. I don't believe the apostrophe is needed. If for some reason it doesn't work, give it a shot. But enter pops at checkout and get ten percent off all their cool apparel. Uh, stuff for an active dad, non-active dads, even some stuff for moms. So it's a bit of Deceptive advertising, just being dad bod, but they're actually a really awesome co- company. They're local here in Roseville, where Eric and I are from, and you should check them out because they're pretty great. So, dadbodapparel.com. Oh, I like rat. their hats. Yeah, their hats are pretty badass. Yeah. I like their hats. Uh, so, um, I have a question. Shoot. <laughs> have you ever had, like, one of those days when you're at the store and, like, nothing, like, as a dad, like, with your kids, where, like, nothing works? And, like, you're trying really hard to just sort of hide the chaos going on in your life and in your head. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of those today at Costco, and uh, my daughter and I just left without anything. <laughs> you didn't, like... <laughs> I have anxiety problems, so being around a lot of people is hard for me. It yeah. was packed because it's spring break, and I screwed up oh, and went yeah. on spring break. That'll do it. It was during the week. I'm like, Wednesday, day, no one's going to go. Yeah, no, it was terrible. And I... <laughs> She needed water. Like, she was, she hasn't been feeling good. She's just first day feeling better. And she's like, water, water. I was like, okay, I'll get you some water, sweetie. We get water. Then I got to take a piss. So I got to get out of the cart. I got to take a piss. <laughs> I got like a half hour, like 40 minutes to pick up my son. I was not expecting the lines from school. The lines would be this long. I was like, okay, oh. I got like four things to get. Let me run and get them. Four things at Costco. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, yeah. Have you ever seen that meme where it's like for Target? Like, you don't go to Target expecting to get something. You walk in with $100 and Target tells you what you need. <laughs> exactly. That's how Costco yeah. is. Except it's like $500. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I get like one thing that I'm going to get. I start walking towards the back and I get cut off by three or four people. I'm like trying so hard to not lose it. And then my daughter just goes and spits up the water she just drank. I was, oh, like, God. I was like, all right, screw it. We're done. We're yeah. out of here. I'm having an anxiety attack. I got throw up on my hands. Let's get the hell out of here. And it made me think, like, I wonder how many times parents are having that day and you just don't know it and they're hiding oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's got to be more times than not. I feel like there's a good amount of times where you just run across people that you know and they just, you know, you're like, why, why are you in a bad mood? And then... <laughs> You just you think about it later, and you're like, oh well, they're just probably having one of those days. Yeah, I've had them myself, but yeah, my uh, my firstborn, he likes to, uh, he liked liked to. I guess I could say that past tense because it hasn't happened in a while, but it could very well still be a present present day problem. But he used to vomit everywhere we'd go. Oh yeah, I remember that one time at the park. <laughs> yeah, that so was it is. Yeah, that was only like <laughs> six months ago. Was that the last one? 
Uh, I might have been a witness to the last one. Yeah, you should tell the McDonald's story. The, oh, it's like one McDonald's of my favorite stories. <laughs> it's possibly that that was one of those days. That was one of those days you were just describing. <laughs> I forget where we came from. Uh, were you guys like at like a water park or something? We or like, were at, you were doing something in the sun. I yeah, I can't remember where we were at, but it was like a busy day. I think we were at my uh, my middle kid his his birthday party okay and it was at uh i think that was after the oh the, the one i was at yeah 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 yeah. okay and yeah, so yeah. Yeah, we're they were doing gymnastics around and stuff. yeah gymnastics and my oldest boy like inhales two pieces of cake and pizza <laughs> and he's just been sugared out and and by the way was asking everybody at the party to smuggle him more oh, food because you told him yeah you cut him off he's I like did. hey Gabe, can i get some more for like, the no, specific dude. reason I literally because i know What's going to happen if he does? <laughs> and so, yeah, he downs two pieces of cake, slabs of cake, and not like, you know, taking his time and taking breaks to breathe in between. No, he just, he, he, he is a mouth breather when it comes to cake. He just inhale, like inhales that cake. Like it's and the so, last cake on earth. Yeah, and so we hit up and... On the way home, like, we need this and that. We I got The van needs a gas fill up. So we stop at the Chevron slash McDonald's and <laughs> I'm filling up the <laughs> filling up the tank. <laughs> he leans out the window. Uh mom told me to tell you that I don't feel good. <laughs> and I was like, Well, what are you what are you saying to me right I like now? Like how she makes it like, your problem. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it Im- immediately becomes my problem. And then I immediately throw it back at him. I'm like, Well, you need to tell me what that means. <laughs> You need to clarify. I just don't feel good. And he's holding his stomach. And I was like, well, if you don't feel good, then you need to go find a bathroom. And so <laughs> he walks off to the bathroom. And uh, maybe five minutes later, I finished filling the car and still no, still he's not out yet. And so I, uh, I look at my wife and I go, well, I think uh, I got to go in and check on him. <laughs> so like, I have never been more disturbed. In a McDonald's slash Chevron <laughs> Which is bathroom. saying a lot. It is. There's a lot of messes you, in those bathrooms. I walk in there. I walk in there. And I was... in, And literally, I I am in shock at the amount of vomit <laughs> all over the bathroom. And it's not just on the floor, mind you. It's on the walls. Oh, no. And, yeah, the sink. And the, the urinal has vomit on it. And I'm just like... Like, had you not known better, would you have thought he did it on purpose? Yeah, like, that's the kind of thing, like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go in there and mess this bathroom. No, and he's just standing there looking at me like a deer in headlights. Like, like I don't know what happened. Like the people I, at the McDonald's Chevron had wronged him. This yeah. This was his retribution. That was his revenge. And I was like, oh. And I just look, and I'm just like, and that's it. And that's my wit's end. <laughs> and I go, how, how? And all I could say is, like, how? And I'm stuttering over my words. Because I don't, like, I, I literally I still don't know how he managed to get it on the walls and just everywhere. But yet he <laughs> like was clean. Family Guy episode? His, his, yeah. He was clean. Didn't have any vomit on him. But he's like, I just didn't feel good. And it's just, it's just bad. Oh, so, oh, yeah. But yeah, and then I was like, you need to go tell an employee. And so I get the, you know, cause I, I, I'm that, I'm that guy that just, I can't let somebody else 
right. clean it up. Like I can, like so I did. I ended up like getting you know I'm just feeding the paper towel dispenser and, so, and then like wetting paper towels and I'm getting like I would say ninety five percent of it. Right. You wouldn't want to eat off that floor still. Exactly. <laughs> But somebody could come in there and be like, oh, this is kind of messy. They wouldn't be, <laughs> whereas if I just left, they'd be like, oh my God, somebody's dead in here. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was one of the worst. And so I clean it up and I clean up, like, like I said, about 95% of the puke and I go, <laughs> he's still not, he, he doesn't come back into the bathroom because he knows how steamed I am. He just stays out there. And so I, I walk out after cleaning up what I could and I go, and I look at him, and he's standing in line, waiting to tell somebody. Like, he's standing in line, and he's just, like, standing there. And I look at him, and I said, did you, did you tell somebody? No, I'm waiting. <laughs> I was like, don't wait. Just walk up there. And he goes, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he's, he's 10. This happened when he, you know, he's 10 years old. So, you know, he's still a little timid when it comes to, like, being in a public place like that right talking to people he doesn't know but if he does know you then he's a chatterbox but he goes up there and he's like I got sick in your bathroom and he just turns and walks away (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh oh okay and then (laughs) it was at that point where I was like let's go we just gotta leave (laughs) we just have to leave they're gonna deal with it and yeah I was just at my I was at my wits end it was that is a, a thing, though, like, I think that's a good thing to teach kids. And I do it with my kid when we go to, like, the Whole Foods and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, where you, if you eat inside, they have, like, the little, um, the little broom and, like, the, you know, the, 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 the what's it called? Like, the one where, like, the stick with the actual, um, um, dustpan, the, oh, the kind right. of you stand up with. Yeah. So, whenever we get done eating, I always make my son, he and I go over and we sweep it up together. And I always tell him, it was important to clean up your stuff. Don't make other people clean up your mess. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if it's like, you know, you're leaving a table and like they have bussers or whatever. Right. But, you know, we're at a cafeteria style, <laughs> you know, store. You yeah. Know, clean up after yourself. I'm amazed, man, that so many times I see parents just throw their kids' stuff on the ground oh, or. Man let their kids litter or just like throw something like leave it buy a garbage can yeah like one of the things that drives me nuts and it probably drives you nuts because you used to work at a store is when people (laughs) don't return their carts to the cart thing oh man dude how lazy are you (laughs) yeah i don't get it like i I don't it happened to me tonight at costco this guy like threw his cart and it barely you know went near the cart thing and you see he kind of like looked around to see if he was gonna get away with it yeah at costco it's pretty normal like no one puts there there's like there's at least 12 parking spaces that are not usable because of all the amount of carts Carts. in one yeah Yeah. it's crazy but this guy did it and like i walked over and i like moved his cart and put it into mine and put it like in the thing and just kind of looked at him like come on man he's kind of like gave me like a shameful look and looked away (laughs) gave him a thumbs up yeah i would have like got that for you bro you're welcome (laughs) it's just weird to me like how people get i mean maybe it's just the way our parents brought us up but yeah, and I'm not like trying to disperse disperse other people's parents, but it's like it's weird. It's like where did that come from for you? How did you not just go? I gotta clean up after myself. Yeah, like like the yeah. moment you tell your kids like ah oh, somebody else has got like I feel like I don't know. I mean maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like as a parent, like if you give your kids an easy out, it's so much harder to train them away from that. Yes. Like, yes. even the one time, like, you could tell them a thousand times not to do something, and you keep harping on keep harping on The one time you're like, oh, yeah, just spit your milk on the ground. Yeah. They're never going to not remember that. Right. 
It's crazy. Yeah. It's so weird how as human beings, it's like, it's so easy for us to just take the wrong road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we be more like chimps, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we really want to be. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Like the one thing I did notice like that, like my son kind of figured out on his own and, and I'm, I'm sure my daughter, my daughter actually kind of already has is the poop in the diaper. Like when my son was still diaper training before he got potty trained. Yeah. At a certain point, they're like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Like, this sucks. Yeah. 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 My daughter this week has been kind of sick, so she's had, like, an upset stomach, and it's funny, because, like, I always knew when she had something going, because she would stop what she was doing, lean her, like, elbows or hands on something, <laughs> and kind of slightly bend over, and just look at me all sad. <laughs> I was like, she poop? She's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Normally, if it's a normal poop, dude, I never, she'll run away from me, like, whatever. Yeah. This time, she's like, this is terrible. Please get this. <laughs> That's great. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just funny how, like, there's so many things that we can, that we, that we, like, universally don't like. But, like, man, like, the moment you give a kid an inch, it's like, ah, yep. I'll take everything. I remember it. Yeah, forever. Never forget it. Yeah. Yeah. And they always rat you out, dude. I hear it. My, my wife hears it about, oh, so I heard you guys did. I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Like, there's, there is no bro code whatsoever. <laughs> I, gave, I gave my four year old a cookie. It was, like, it was yesterday. <laughs> I gave him a cookie. I handed him the cookie, and then I immediately did my finger to my mouth and said, shh, don't tell mom. Guaranteed. <laughs> Two steps out of the pantry, and he goes, mom, look what I got. <laughs> like, oh. And then what happens? And then big brother, what? He got a cookie? I was like, oh, all right, here we go. Everybody now everybody has cookies. to get a cookie. <laughs> And then I, I and then mom, uh, mom looks at me like, "Why are you giving them all cookies right before bed?" And I'm like, "Because I'm gonna go podcast. See you later." <laughs> yep. We did that one time. We were at, we were at the Starbucks, and my son likes the little protein boxes, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the flatbread kind, which he likes because it's got like the apples and cheese and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And so I got him one with like the peanut butter and jelly, and <laughs> he loved it. And he was eating this like they have like you know carrots and all that. But then like for a snack part of it. The other one, the snack, I think is like the the fruit is like the snack, and so that's why I get him that one. This one, the snack is chocolate covered raisins, and I, you know, like everybody, I try to limit sugar my kids get. Well, mm-hmm. he like, I gave him two raisins. I ate the rest of them. <laughs> I call my wife later. I'm like, hey, you know, I was breaking off work. I was like, hey, so what did you guys do tonight? She goes, so. uh... I hear you gave our son a bunch of chocolate covered raisins. I was like, I gave him two, <laughs> two, two raisins. Under the bus you go. Yeah, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I taught him the phrase "stitches get stitches," <laughs> but he doesn't really understand what it means. So he actually says it at his preschool all the time. Oh, and my, wow. his teacher's like, I'm friends with his teacher. Like, she's like friend, like on social media now and everything. So she knows I'm like, you know, we're not not bad parents. Yeah. She's just like, what's up with the uh, snitches get stitches? I was like, oh, oh. come on, man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Even today. Like, I feel guilty about letting my kids watch way too much TV. He's been sick. He's been laying on the couch. He hasn't been feeling good. He didn't go to school for two days. So I let him watch his favorite shows, which are literally, I'm not kidding, Barefoot Contessa, The Office, and uh, This Old House. I let him watch those shows. His teacher, like, kids have no no like no idea of time. He doesn't know he wasn't at school for two days. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. like, whatever. She's like, we missed you the last two days, buddy. And he goes, oh. It's like, what have you been doing? He goes, I don't know. I was watching my shows. <laughs> you a 90-year-old woman? No remorse. <laughs> no, dude. Just... Just so he stayed home for two days and watched TV? I was like, no. No, he didn't. <laughs> little jerk. Maybe he did. <laughs> he slept most of the time. I was watching TV. I watched TV yeah. while he slept. Him and his sister were napping, and I watched The Office. <laughs> he woke up every once in a while, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
it's just so funny because it's like uh, you and I both used to work at the comedy club and everyone used to always say that oh if you have kids you get at least seven minutes out of that right away you know for your act and mm-hmm. I used to always think like I bet nobody really it's like oh my gosh yeah like I can see like yeah. even though I'm not a comic but I can see where like yeah like there's so much stuff that happens that you're just like if you have the kind of mind to look at it with like for sure like it, where it's like ridiculous yeah like it's it's all funny it's oh, all man. hilarious yeah everything my kids do make me laugh yeah that's like the only saving grace like you have those days like you were talking about and it's like sometimes it pushes me but most of the time i can look at it and just you know chuckle to myself yeah and even and even my wife she she like <laughs> sometimes you know and that's I find that sometimes that's mostly what we conversate about. It's the kids and looking back and laughing at things that <laughs> at the moment we were steaming about, but we yeah. look back and we're able to laugh at it. And... Isn't it weird how like in the beginning of your relationship, like the first time you went out, I don't know if you do what my wife and I did, which was like our first date when our son was like still like under a year old. He was really, really young, like a few yeah, months yeah. old. And we went out and we kind of almost like without saying anything, challenged ourselves to like not talk about him. Yeah. And now it's like if we go out together, like we like you were saying, like we just crack up about him. We like mm-hmm. we talk about him because it's a funny subject for yeah. us. It's actually fun to. I mean, not that it wasn't fun talking about them, but it was like all you can think when they're like three months old is like, okay, do you do you think like your mom is able yeah. to change him correctly? And you know, it's like, should we just cancel this date right. and go home? Because <laughs> exactly. I think it would be easier on our minds <laughs> if we were just <laughs> exactly. It's funny because yeah. I went through the whole thing with like, yeah, we should, we should. Okay, we know we gotta go. We gotta do this. We gotta do this. Yeah. And then you get back and everything's fine. You're like, well, fuck, why do they even need me? <laughs> I'm nothing. <laughs> Anybody could do this job. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is funny though. I, I look back at my Facebook memories. And I remember one of my memories was like six months in, still raising a baby's easier than a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of is, because at least they understand you. Yeah. The puppy's like, takes a crap at the corner. Like, what are you doing? It looks at you like, I don't know. <laughs> but a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not supposed to do this. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> at least there's remorse. <laughs> if you could put a diaper on a puppy. You can. Oh, they make those, that's a thing. My my bulldog, we thought he was incontinent and we bought diapers for him. Turns out he was just being an a-hole. <laughs> but like, he's peeing that, every night. That's great. Yeah, it turns out he's just an ass. <laughs> Had him checked, checked his bladder. They're like, no, he's fine. I was like, he's just pissed? They're like, yeah, he's a bulldog. They're assholes, dude. <laughs> every bulldog from one years old on is like um, every Danny DeVito character ever. Like 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 Danny DeVito on Taxi, that's pretty much my dog at all times. At all times. Yeah, he's a jerk. He but did he's, bark at me. He did bark at you tonight, aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> he did like the, the leaping bark. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. He wouldn't hurt a soul. Just grumps tonight. Yeah, he's too, <laughs> just too much kids. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, all right, I've had enough of this. It's time for me to go outside. Pretty Can much. please move? <laughs> pretty much, dude. Yeah, English bulldogs are just mean old You're men. blocking my door. <laughs> at, least my, <laughs> at least my other, I used to have another English bulldog who hated kids. I would never be able to have kids with him. Like, literally, a kid walk up to him, he would just, like, try to snap at him. Yeah. So, it was like, okay, well, at least this one's friendly. My daughter plays <laughs> with this one constantly, hugs him. He just looks at me like, bro, what are we doing here? <laughs> this is a thing. This you take it. Now. <laughs> you take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you take it, I'll force you to walk. <laughs> My mom oh, asked me the other day, she's like, his name's Dozer. She's like, do you think Dozer has a good quality of life? I'm like, yeah, he has, because he's 11. He's super old. <laughs> like, it's awesome. She goes, what do you mean? I go, he sleeps all day. When he gets up, he gets up. I don't force him to walk, and that's her agreement. I don't make him walk. <laughs> I was like, he would walk to the end of my driveway and lay down. 
He literally will lay down. Like how yeah. you saw him tonight when I tried to put him yeah, out. Yeah. He'll do that on the leash. He'll just lay on his back and roll over. People who own bulldogs call it bully breaks. They just lay down and roll on their backs. Like, no, nah, we're good here. We're done. <laughs> Walks over. Yeah. My old my old bulldog, I took him to Fort Funston in San Francisco, which is an old military fort, but now it's an off-leash dog beach. I okay. took him there. It's like super long walk. It's awesome. I'm like, okay, it's cooler there. He'll be happy. We got to the water fountain past the the, the parking lot, and he was like, done we're done and like i drove for two hours for like a 10 10 minute walk and that's when i first got him i'm like all right learn my lesson never gonna go out of my way to walk my bulldog again yeah so you know it's they're they're great dogs if you don't want to do anything ever (laughs) and have people come over and go oh my gosh your dog's so cute like yeah get closer smell him he's He's great yeah (laughs) feed him some sausage and sit in a room with him for a half an hour (laughs) don't do that remember that happened to you in my old apartment i used to have that little studio yeah and gordo my other one farted you were like i have to leave i have to leave (laughs) this this can't be real (laughs) you had to walk outside dude we almost threw up it was so bad (laughs) i forget i forgot about that but that was truly the worst yeah my dad did that to me one day we were driving back from san francisco in separate cars i was with uh I was with my wife, well, girlfriend at the time, and she's my wife now. And he just started feeding him cheese and sausage. Oh. I was like, what are you giving him? He's like, oh, just a couple treats. Halfway home, I was like, oh, my God. And my dad's like, yeah, that'd be funny. I'm like, you're a dick. It, it never like ends, dude. Your dad do. Yeah, it never, it's something I'm going to do to my kids. It's never going to end. It's never going to end. <laughs> yes, my dad has got some interesting ways about him. He's unique. He just is. unique. All you need to know about my dad is when I was eight years old and I would, or younger, I would cry, and he would tell me, "If you want sympathy in this house, the only place you'll find it is in the dictionary between shit and syphilis." That's unique. <laughs> so you know, I grew up unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my, all the guys that work at the gym with me really want me to start a Twitter page with just my dad's quotes. I'm like, I think people totally. have done you that already. Write a book. I could write, write a book. book. I could write a book. <laughs> my dad's advice on women when I was a kid was uh, don't matter what they look like when the lights are off they're all sisters I was like eight again <laughs> I was like I don't need to hear this I don't need to hear this right now <laughs> thanks pops <laughs> dad I'm not even sure what that means <laughs> exactly you know exactly <laughs> but it was funny we were you in a car about it later when you're older now? yeah I have thought I'm about it like, later oh. I'm like no <laughs> what? inappropriate <laughs> And, like, if I told him that he did it now, he'd be like, ah, come on. <laughs> like, what? I didn't say that. <laughs> Either that or he'd be like, ah, you're fine. Yeah. It's good for you. Builds it's character. Good for you. <laughs> it is so weird how we grew up compared to the way we're bringing up our kids. Yeah. I try really hard to instill the stuff my dad taught me that, well, obviously it was good. Yeah. But then, yeah. And my mom, too. But at the same time, like, not the bad stuff. <laughs> but then, like, I have a whole host of bad things I do. I'm sure that my kids are going to be like, man, I wish you would have done that instead. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Like, you're never going to win. Never. Huh. My, <laughs> my oldest called me out the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because he's, oh, man. He plays Xbox, and he's gotten into this random game lately. It's called uh, Roblox. And I found out that it's like this kind of create your own game kind of game huh. where people can go in and like basically make a game and kids play it like small kids like kids under 15 and I figured out why they all play it it's because you can go in there and uh, your parents say no Call of Duty for you well they can go into this game and basically make Call of Duty and uh-huh. run around with guns and shoot right 
So, and my kid gets all jazzed about this game. He loves this game. And uh, so we have, you know, the baby, and the baby's asleep. And at random times, he gets so jazzed, he just starts screaming in his room about the game. And then my four-year-old sees him screaming, and they just scream together. It's just a screaming fest, baby's asleep, let's scream about a game that's just awful. And so, yeah, and so I go in there, and I'm like, dude, you know, I this is like the third time I've been in there, <laughs> you know, that within six hours. Right. We have to be quiet. The baby's asleep, and he's, why are, you know, he's like, I'm just getting into the game. I was like, I get that, but you can't yell. And he goes, why? You yell when you get into the games. And I was like, oh, you just did that. <laughs> I do That's yell. That's awesome. I do. But uh, I cuss mostly, but he doesn't cuss, so that's good. That's good. But he called me out on it, and I was like. That's awesome. But I'm not yelling into the microphone at other people. And, and your brother's not, not yelling with me. And the baby's not asleep when you yell. Exactly. Yeah. And the baby is awake. And I was but like, you can't say that because that totally gives him an out. He's like, all right. Yeah. So my sister's so awake. I'm going to go ahead up. and yell. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's, I was caught off guard for like two seconds. I was like, oh, and I was like, hey, look, I don't want to argue. <laughs> the baby's asleep. You need to be quiet. That's the bottom line here. Don't make me come in here again. Have you done the thing that I swore I would never do that I've totally done because I said so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a common occurrence. Dude, from, I was just like, me. I will never do that to my kids. <laughs> I will explain things to them. No. After the third time of why. <laughs> about I've explained like dude I don't my wife's like why do you explain things in such detail he's not gonna listen to you he doesn't I'll be like look man you gotta do it because if you do this then this happens and then when you do this this happens and this happens okay but why <laughs> like, because you do this and then this and then this happens mm-hmm. yeah but why I'm like okay you know what because I'm your dad and I said so and <laughs> if you don't it. like it get the hell out I don't tell you buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I just see my dad in my head laughing, going, "Told you you have to do it my way." <laughs> like, Shut up! I win again. <laughs> Shut up, old man. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I find that I do that with my four-year-old, but I find that now that my ten-year-old has he's he's at this weird stage where he regurgitates things that I tell him. Like he's telling me for the first time, and it's like he's uh, the all-knowing, you know. <laughs> is it the I know stage? He's the doctor of the house, and he knows. Like my my wife will tell him something about you know a medical something that he found or learned from her or saw on some Netflix show he's watching, and he's just like, "Yeah, did you know that this?" And I was like, "I told you that." Yesterday, <laughs> oh, oh, well, did you know? <laughs> yes, I knew that. <laughs> so, and it, it's just, it's, it's, it's frustrating because, like, you just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, just because I said so, you know. Yeah, and it sucks at that stage too because I bet you're like, okay, I don't want to squash his like his want to be curious and his want to learn, but at right. the same time, I just told you that. So, <laughs> yeah, and you know. I don't want to be like, yeah, yeah, I know. You set him up a I blog. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <you're... laughs> www.creedthoughts backslash creed. Yeah, he yeah. already wants, he's like, 
He's uh, that's his new thing too. He wants a YouTube channel. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Dad, Dad, can I get? Can I start my YouTube channel today? <laughs> and Wait, I looked at you him. You put it off like, like you tell him every day he can do it. No, okay. no. He just out of the blue, like he's hinted at it before, but it was never like a concrete thing. And like it was like a week ago, he came out of the blue and he's like, Dad. I want to I want to start my YouTube channel today. Can I sign up for my YouTube channel? And I looked at him square in the face, dead serious, and I was like, "Do you have any videos to put on your YouTube channel?" No. It's <laughs> like, "Well, that's not going to be a very good YouTube channel." <laughs> what? Oh, uh, well, I'll just make some videos. <laughs> well, how how are you going to do that? Well, well, I have a camera or can I use your camera? <laughs> no. You cannot. <laughs> no. Can I record? I can just record my my game. I was like, well, how do you get that onto YouTube? Well, I don't know. I just put it on YouTube. He just doesn't. He doesn't know. But He's he at the just same assumes stage our parents are at. Yeah. Like with oh, the technology. Yeah. Can you make me a YouTube? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my ten year old is more advanced than my parents. Okay. At technology, probably mine too. <laughs> even <laughs> even my wife at some points. <laughs> She, she is like, uh, she, she just hands me her phone at random, like every three months. My phone doesn't work. And she just waves it at me. And I was like, why? I think it's full of stuff. Like photos and stuff. Yeah. Can you take those off there? Okay. And so, yeah, I crank open the phone and sure enough, like all the photos, it's you know I bought her the big SD card so she can have her photo space, but she doesn't save the, the files. She pictures of the kids. It's all the kids, like all the photos are the kids, and then they're all like selfies. And then sometimes she gives the kids the phone. Oh yeah, and she takes some pictures. It's eighty pictures. Eighty of pictures of yeah, yeah, blurry. You know, fast motion. <laughs> I'm gonna barf now. You know <laughs> this. This is why you don't get a YouTube channel. Yeah. And she, and, uh, yeah, it's my phone. And so I, you know, and then why does there 800 voicemails on here? Oh, those save on there? <laughs> yeah, that's what the delete, that you could delete them from your phone. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll know now. I know that now. So, uh, yeah, literally I deleted like gigs of voicemails that were on her phone. She just had them saved up. It was, it went back to like, uh, 08. Oh my God. <laughs> like eight years, 10 years of voicemails. There's times when my mom has called me about stuff and I'm like, I literally want to answer the phone and be like, did you plug it in? <laughs> like not even answer the phone. No. <laughs> like, just, did you, is it plugged in mom? Well, there's a light on. Yeah. The unit? The what? I'll come over by. <laughs> yeah, staying up. I'll be. <laughs> yeah, I had to walk my dad through uh, burning CDs. What? And because and, <laughs> what year just, was this? <laughs> yeah, this was three months ago. He, how do I get buy. my CDs on my computer? I'm like, well, you got to burn them. So I can download, and that's his term. He says download. My dad does all the time, too. Yeah, I think it's like... Everything is download. Like, so I can download the CDs from the CD and then download them to my phone. And then can I download... (laughs) Stop saying download. (laughs) But he just just keeps saying it. Yeah, He just doesn't care. Do you ever want to just stop them and be like, is this so you can have Leonard Skinner as a ringtone? (laughs) It is. Yeah, it it is. is. (laughs) Leonard Skinner and... And then he buys like these random. He has these C 
CDs from like you know 2000 or whatever it's like the bootleg <laughs> copy you know and he bought it at like Chevron for three bucks <laughs> it's like the nice rock gym. and roll 60s yes. yes now that's what I called like yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> except it's not the now it's like then <laughs> you can get rock and roll <laughs> Like, what is this CD? It's got that one song I really like on there. And he, I was like, which one? Oh, uh, I think it's number... And he, he knows the track, but he doesn't know, like, who or what. Oh, just, man. I like number six on that on that disc. Can I you just to... get number six? Can you just download number six onto my computer? And then I want to download it onto my phone. Oh, man. I get... I, yeah. I get, we should just stop. I, You're I about 20 years on. from Torrent Files? <laughs> I could just go on and on about these. Dude. I remember the when IT. I used to when I used to work at uh, the Tower Records um, uh, phone place. I did that. I did that for a little while. Where you worked? You like, did the Tower Records phone? Like they call in and people order back before computers were really big, uh-huh. and people didn't order stuff online. You still called the eight hundred number to order CDs. Okay. I worked there, and people would have like questions like, "Hey." Um, can I get this CD? <laughs> People would not know what they were talking about and oh, go, man. "All right, it's that song that goes." And I'm like, "Oh, we're oh, gonna sing, okay?" Stop. They would sing. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Luckily, like I know music really well, so I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's uh, you know, that's Crosby, Stills, and Nash." Okay, uh, like which one do you want? Like you know, it was like yeah. that kind of stuff. One dude called up. I'll never forget this guy. He's like, "What's up, man?" I'm gonna blow your motherfucking mind right now. I was like, I was like, I was just like, oh my god, I'm so glad you called. He goes, you ever hear Mac Dre? I was like, yes, I have. He's just like, he started like all this like random like mixtape music. He's like, y'all got that? I'm like, you know we don't have this, man. Like, come on. He was cracking up. He's like, I thought I'd check, man. All right then. He's like, I'm gonna fuck this it was great. like, do you have him with this and this and this person? It was like recorded like this. I'm like, dude, we don't carry rap bootlegs yeah. at Tower Records. I'm like, good <laughs> luck to you, CD man. From your friends. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, just go sit at Arden and Howe in traffic. Someone will send you the hottest <laughs> mixtape you've ever seen. <laughs> Those guys were so cool. We used to, they used to always come up like, yo, man, you like rap? I'm like, yeah. You want to buy my mixtape? I'm like, no. I'm like, all right, cool, man. He <laughs> didn't care. No. <laughs> They were great. <laughs> yeah, dude, that guy was my favorite caller of all time. Oh, he was cracking. Great. He was cracking. We were like laughing. He was cracking me up. I was like, he was like asking all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know why I remember that. It's like weird the things I do remember. Yeah. But yeah, that was funny. That is great. <laughs> One of those random jobs. Oh, dude, you know me. I've had a thousand of those random jobs. <laughs> I've worked at places for like a week and I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm you know quit. what? No. Yeah. <laughs> See you on Monday. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think so. Dude, I got interviewed for a job recently, and they were like, have you ever been let go or terminated? I learned how to stop. I was like, oh, let me think about it. There's a lot of jobs. I don't think I've ever been fired. I've had one job where my position was like, um, they didn't need me anymore. Like, I was warehouse manager slash part-time driver, and then, like, the actual warehouse manager was doing just more driving, and they're like, well, we want to hire another driver, so we don't really need this other guy, so we'll just get rid of his position. Yeah. But I wasn't technically fired, so I was like, yeah, I don't think so. But, like, it's weird. I've had, like, I I can't even tell you how many jobs I've had. I don't think I've ever been fired, which is kind of crazy. That's good. I guess. I quit a shit. A lot of them like, right before <laughs> like it even started. Like, you're about to get health insurance. I'm like, I'm about to go home. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Stuff happens. It's okay. Yeah. How are you about, um, have you like tried, like speaking of nostalgia, have you tried getting your kids to watch any movies we grew up watching? 
Yeah, that's uh, it's kind of in a mixed bag. <laughs> How know? so? Because there's movies that I grew up with that I'm like, oh, that's you know, so fond memories of. But then uh, you go to watch it with your ten year old, and you realize that it's awful. <laughs> you like know, awful for them. Well, to watch or just it sucks. It's awful movie. for a ten year old. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Again, we grew up differently. I think. Yeah, but like, well, you know, it's awful. Like. I still enjoy it. It's not like awful, like it's bad. It's just what awful, like it's, um, you know, not appropriate for the right. ten year old. And so that's that's rough. Like, I think uh, it was like last Halloween. I tried to watch uh, the Monster Squad with my ten year old. Well, yeah, he nine year old at that point. And then so it was just kick him in the nards for two weeks. Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, nards and kick them in the nards and that's somewhere where you can kick them and yeah yeah that was a that was a epic fail but there's been other good ones too like uh the goonies and the ghostbusters and those you know those it's funny those that ghostbusters didn't scare them because i remember when i was a kid i thought i was gonna be scared of ghostbusters i know we just talked about ghostbusters in the last episode yeah we but, did but but yeah well like what okay like what would be like your favorite movies growing up do you think like if you were like to do like a top few like that wouldn't say like it's too hard to like it because I mean you can go the whole John Hughes route I mean there's so much stuff but like yeah. like what would you say like your top movies that you still would watch today whether you watched when you were a kid like 80s movies uh well my top I, like, it's not it's not it's not a family movie but I <laughs> I, I, I watched this movie at a drive in my parents drove to the drive-in and it was a double feature and it was the later feature and they figured I would be asleep. It was uh, Die Hard. It blew my mind. It's your favorite movie, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to be. It's probably number one. Yeah. But that was, yeah. And that's not something that I'm going to sit down and watch with my kids. Not Hell for, no. Yeah. Can you, yeah. Watch Ellis even, get capped? Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Brain splatter on glass. That's not. That's not good for the kids. Especially because Alan Rickman did some like kids movies. I think when he got older, yeah, just scare the crap out of him. Now, oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, what was Snape. He's a Snape. That's right. He was in uh, Harry Potter. That's right. Yeah. What about you? What was what's like fondest? (sighs) It's weird growing up. I feel like the same kind of thing. Like I remember Lethal Weapon was a big one for Mm. me. My parents were like, whatever. Like I think I talked about this before. Like I was the only kid in first grade talking about like Blue Thunder. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's some crazy movies. Yeah, that's... There was a movie that I watched when I was a kid. It made me really like war movies. It's called Uncommon Valor. It's got Gene Hackman. Um, my dad was big on war movies, so I watched a lot of war movies. Okay. It was Gene Hackman, Randall Tex Cobb, um, the dude who played TC on Magnum PI, okay. the big black dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, I forget who there was like one other person who was in it who's like somebody who's kind of famous. Oh, Robert, I think Robert Stack or one of the, whoever did the uh, the the mystery show, like they had that really like the the deep voice. He was also in um in Airplane. Is that Robert Stack? He did um like the Unsolved Mysteries. Oh yeah, that yeah, guy? I think so. Yeah, he's in it for a little bit, but it's basically about like Gene Hackman's son is still in a POW camp in Vietnam. Yeah. And he goes in with like his old like his son's old group of guys to go get him, and like they're all kind of burnout Vietnam vets, and then they all kind of oh Swayze's in it. Patrick Swayze's oh. like the young commando guy who's like there to help him. Okay, and they just go in and basically go get him out. It's it's like it's like the old like eighties like you know 
Rambo, go get the POW Commando movie. Yeah, kind that of kind thing. of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a great. I thought it was a great movie. I, I loved it because Tex Cobb was a badass in it. But like, yeah. he blows himself up with a grenade he wears around his neck at the end. Spoiler alert. Um, and uh, that, like, leg, that leg rung a bell. Like, yeah, I, uh, have I seen it? Maybe I have. Yeah, the greatest so line. They like, why do you wear a grenade around your neck? He's like, if life gets too shitty, I just pull the pin and see what's next. <laughs> but yeah, like so, like then they, you know, they go in to save his son and stuff like that. It yeah. was, in you know, but like my dad would watch like the Big Red One, which was like a war movie. Okay, so with, with uh, what's his name, um, um, Lee Marvin, you know, and uh, actually Mark Hamill is in that one. Oh, and, uh, it's a, it's a great movie like that. So like war movies are really like the ones I really grew up watching. Yeah, know, yeah. So it's weird like that because I think that's a weird genre to watch when you're a kid. Yeah, like my my dad was all he was into the westerns. Well, so yeah, your dad likes westerns, right? Yeah, yeah. he was and. Is he John Wayne fan? Yeah, he loved John Wayne, and I yeah. think that you know that probably came down from his dad too. Yeah, it's hard but, not to like John Wayne. Yeah, like I didn't get into the John Waynes, but then he 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 was that transition from John Wayne to Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he really did that, and so like you know, I feel like Clint Eastwood was kind of like our 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 version of like when Tarantino came out. Yeah, it was like oh, like violence can be different mm-hmm. and a little more edgy, but also not salacious and actually cool yeah like it seemed like the John Wayne fans like those like Good Bad and the Ugly was like it was there's no way John Wayne would have made that movie right but it was just like damn yeah like John Wayne made some great movies but yeah. I was just like okay like like when I watch Clint Eastwood movies I'm like there's a big difference between these westerns like there's something sure. different about it yeah, yeah. for sure it's crazy, like because you think about eighties movies, you think about like John Hughes and like Ferris Bueller, but you don't think about like a lot of those movies. They're like seventies, yeah. a lot of them are seventies, but there's also 70s, some really yeah. good quality eighty ones too. For sure. John Wayne, I think I think he died in the early eighties, so I think it was like the seventies when he was making most of his stuff. But yeah. still, like we grew up watching that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> what about like comedies, like other than Ghostbusters? <laughs> uh, well, Back to the Future. That was that's that resonates deep with me my I we went to see I remember going to see it with a <clears throat> with my parents in a theater like really was, yeah I think I saw it in the theater too I don't remember where though but I think I did yeah it was I, I saw Ghostbusters in the theater with my parents and I saw um <clears throat> Back to the Future in the theater and then later I think my dad took me to see Gremlins in the theater <laughs> we talked about that yeah because yeah. that was that was I was big on Gremlins and then I actually saw them both and then you know Ghostbusters is so much better. Yeah. But Gremlins, that's such a niche movie. Like, you know, I wouldn't show that to my 10-year-old now. He That would scare him where Ghostbusters didn't, but I, th- I feel like that would. I wonder what it is about that then. Like, what is it about our generation that that, like, I got that that movie was campy and stupid, even yeah. at 10. Yeah. Or whenever it was that it came out. Right. Like, I knew, like, this wasn't real. I wonder what it is about our generation of kids now that, like, if you were to show that to your kid... They'd probably have like straight up nightmares. Mm-hmm. Where like, I feel like a lot of those, like even like Monster Squad, like I don't think we made it through that whole thing. Like there was a point where I think he was like, "No, I I don't want to watch this anymore" because he was too scared. That's and weird, I, and I feel like that, and that's you know, and I I feel like I blocked that whole memory out because I didn't want to remember it because I love that movie so much and you know and I I watched that movie when I was a kid and I knew it was campy and I knew it was humorous and funny but he you know the and you look back at it and like the Wolfman is kind of scary and so is uh, Dracula and but you didn't think about it. like I didn't think about that when I was a kid and maybe I did but I I don't maybe I'm not processing. Do you think it maybe it was though. the exposure to the actual realistic violence movies like we saw like 
like I saw Pale Rider, you know, the Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Or like, you know, any one of the war movies I saw. You see Lee Marvin fighting against Nazis, and then you go look at the Wolfman, you're kind of like, eh. Exactly. Like, this is obviously fake. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was one of the reasons, like I said, I've said before, like, I'm not a fan of Goonies because I was like, they tried to, with the music in Goonies, I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it definitely like an adult style kids movie. Yeah. And it was like, to me, it was like one of those things where, like, I kind of like, not to sound pretentious, but I kind of feel like I saw through it. Like, I was like, I get what you're doing. Yeah. I get what you're doing. You're trying to make this like one of these movies. Like, right. I remember seeing Friday the 13th. Like, not Friday the 13th. I was never a big fan of Friday the 13th. It was um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. When I was a kid, dude, my sister made me watch it with yeah, her. Like, that... she's older than me. She's like six years older. She's like, like she thought it would be cool to scare me. And I remember acting like it didn't scare me, but like it freaked me out. Freaked, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as much as it was Freddy as much as it was I, I've had insomnia my whole life. And when I did sleep when I was a kid, I had a lot of bad dreams. Yeah. So like I used to freak out that my bad dreams were real. So it was like that kind of thing. And like I saw Jaws when I was a little, little kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember like we used to go to the ocean all the time because we grew up in the Bay. So I go to the ocean all the time. And it, like it, it didn't freak me out in the ocean as much as it freaked me out in weird places. Yeah. Like I was a little kid and my brother convinced me that because we lived on a landfills part of the Bay that fish were still underneath us. <laughs> like like stuff like that. Like, like, like really gullible stuff that yeah. you believe because they're your brother and sister. Right. But like, yeah, like movies like that, it was weird. It was like, I saw this, you know, Nazi movie like this Go- Goonies is a you know, or like um, Gremlins is like that's not real. Yeah. So like it didn't really freak me out. It was yeah. weird. Like it was this weird. Like I think like I over desensitized myself before I became the point where like I should have been scared. True. I could see that. Yeah. And they probably the same way with you. I mean, your dad. We're watching Die Hard for God's sakes. Yeah. You know. But I, I, I'm, I firmly believe that my parents didn't anticipate me watching that movie. Well, no, I'm just saying. But you did see it. So the yeah. the point is, is like you saw it. You saw kind of like real violence. Yeah. So then when you see a guy getting, like, chased down by this little green exactly. dude, you're like, eh, you're like eh, whatever. And yeah, that and... Uh, Did you like the John Hughes movies? Like, 16 Candles and Pretty in Pink and all that? Yeah, those weren't... Ferris like, Bueller. Some of them were good. Yeah, Ferris Bueller was good. Like, you know, I didn't... You know, they're, they're all good movies, but I wouldn't say that they're, like, top, like, some of my favorite movies. You're not I mean, like me. You don't like the rom-coms. Yeah, they're okay. I love the rom-coms. Yeah. I remember uh, uh, one of the really violent movies that I saw, and I saw this, bef- like, without my parents, and they didn't know it was a RoboCop. And that oh. was, yeah, when it first came out. Like, I'll tell you, that that first scene in that movie where uh, the Ed 209, uh, you know, completely annihilates that dude in the board meeting room. Yeah, yeah. He just goes off and, like, yeah, that was, and then... Uh, when they kill, when they shot Peter Weller, yeah, that was rough. when they kill him too, blow his yeah, hand off, blows hand off, and yeah. he's like screaming, looking at his. Stump. I think it was the fact that they were laughing about it, yeah, which bothered me the most. That's yeah, yeah. it's the, the how the violent like it's portrayed, and that was like really brutal. That whole movie was brutal. I think about that movie too. It's a good point you bring that up. I think about that movie for me. What scared me was I thought because both my parents, my dad grew up in a pretty you know really hard rough neighborhood and a really kind of grew up a hard life. Yeah, and he would tell me about like what it was like in the city and what it was like in places and he did it in a way trying to kind of warn me off of it you know yeah, try yeah. to scare me yeah so i think with his stories and with seeing things like that i was concerned that that's what it was like when you went to a city yeah because it was like that whole movie was kind of like in a weird backdrop of detroit right and it was like this whole thing of like 
this is this is how this just post-apocalyptic you know sort of thing is in these cities nowadays so like i would go places thinking that there are these evil sociopaths evil, that would yeah. just kill cops yeah. and <laughs> they wouldn't hurt they would obviously hurt me i'm just a little kid you right. know so it's like i think yeah that that freaked me out more because it was like i almost sheltered myself in from the world because i'm like i don't want to deal with this crap you yeah know, this is scary yeah so yeah i could see that being way scarier yeah looking back on it now for sure yeah like i couldn't imagine showing that to my 10 year old and I don't like would I even show it to him until he's like 16 17 maybe but you know and and the, I look at that movie and I'm like would he even think that that's would he even be like phased by it at this point because you know because yeah. you look at some of these old movies and they don't even play well anymore you're like wow that, that looks really bad and you know it looks really fake and really awful and would he be like oh that's just fake Either that or it would be so, like, it's such, they did such painstaking things back then because they didn't have CGI to make it look realistic mm -hmm. that because it looks unlike something he's seen that he knows is fake, he might think it's real. That's true. I remember seeing a horror movie with my sister when I was a kid. She used to watch me to watch horror. She used to scare me. Now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, it was, I forget, the, I forget what movie it was. Um, I remember seeing the Clockwork Orange when I was really young, so oh, that yeah. screwed me that, up. Yeah. Kubrick um, films. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was like, it was some movie, I forget what it was, it was like some zombie-ish type movie where people were eating people, and it was one of those really low-budget horror movies from like the 80s. Yeah. And I remember thinking it looked so low-budget, I was like, is this real? Like, are, is this really happening? And I remember yeah. I couldn't watch it. I was like, I like censored myself. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah. And it was because it was so low tech that like it looked realistic because I would see what I thought were high tech movies at the time. Yeah. Which now obviously our kids would laugh at as being high tech. But, For sure. Like I wonder if there there would there be that bit of an effect. Like oh my gosh, like that really looks like a hand got blown off by a shotgun. Yeah. You know. Would you have your kids watch The Crow? That's one of our favorite movies together. Yeah, that was a great one. I don't know. I think that. There's really only like one or two scenes that are like really rough in that one. Yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of it's it's rated R, so like that's, that's true. red flag number one. That's I true. think my wife that. would shit herself <laughs> if I, she found out yeah, Marcus watched that movie. Yeah, she would. But yeah, no, because uh, they kill him and then he kills everybody else. So that the the premise yeah. right there by itself would that's a red flag. But a lot of the killing scenes, other than Eric Draven's, like. It, well, they're, they, they're like they're and like, his girlfriend. You have to remember oh, that's that right, too. His girlfriend, too. Yeah. that's right. Because like he drives party, not party boy, but uh, what's his name, uh, T Bird, off the thing. So you don't yeah. really see him die. You see yeah. him strapped in. Other dude, he injects him with heroin. Heroin, and, and then that, you don't really see that though. You just see him like there. And then other dude, he that's a whole conversation. That's true. Yeah, that's whole, yeah you're right. The crows are bad <laughs> yeah, idea. The crows are very bad idea. That's the, that's on RoboCop level. Might as well let him watch Natural Born Killers while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, that one freaked me out when I was a kid too. When that one it, came out when we were in high school. It dude. did, but yeah. it still freaked me out. It was just that was a weird I think, movie. Yeah, it was weird, and that's I think why it freaked me out because because I hadn't seen. That was the first Oliver Stone movie that I really like watched and was like, "What the?" F I saw. I think <laughs> I saw know? Platoon before. Yeah, that. I did see Platoon, but it wasn't as weird as that. Platoon scared me because of the buildup of it. Platoon was scary. It was a scary movie. It's yeah. a scary <laughs> war movie, and that was like the first real. I, I I remember watching that, and I was like, I never want to go in the military. Yeah, Platoon to Cause, me just because was... that whole boot camp scene with you know. Uh, uh, no, you're thinking of uh, Full, Metal Full Metal Jacket. Jacket. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm thinking yeah. of. 
No, Platoon was the one with like you know with, with uh, uh, Tom Tr- Berenger and and um, um, Kevin Dillon and um, Man, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's his I name? get those two. Cross. Yeah, no, yeah, they're both great movies. So yeah, they are. That, that's Kubrick is um, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, that's the one that that's the one that hit me home. Like well, I was like, yeah. my dad told me that was pretty much. My dad was a Marine at the time. He's like, that's exactly how boot camp was because mm-hmm. that guy Lee Emery. Yeah, he's an actual drill instructor and he helped him with that those, those parts. Really? Yeah, yeah. My dad's like that. He's like, I remember doing all that stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, no, the thing with Platoon for me was, I remember the build up to Platoon was vets were killing themselves because it was so realistic yeah it was bringing back bad memories it was like all sorts of stuff and like i was like dude this movie's crazy like this movie's gonna be nuts yeah and so i think like going into it now watching it like i could watch platoon like like um apocalypse now is way more psychologically damaging for than sure. platoon but like so i could watch platoon now like no problem yeah um but at the time i was like freaked out by it and i remember i was really disturbed by like the part like you know where they where they beat the uh, the the handicapped kid to death and all that kind of stuff that they yeah. do. Like, there's some really messed up stuff in that movie. Not to say that movie is like not not like scary or freaky, but like I remember thinking like I was like, damn, this movie's like crazy. And I remember thinking of it like it was uh, it was what menace to society was to Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Like, remember when Boys in the Hood came out? It was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's Ice Cube, though, and it's Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. You know, like, you didn't really know Cuba Gooding yeah. was, but, like, you kind of knew. Then Menace to Society comes like, I don't know who any of these dudes are. They probably all could be in a gang, for all I know. Yeah. Like, that was a crazy, crazy movie. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. The- so, like, Full Metal Jacket, or not Full Metal Jacket, but Platoon was, like, Menace to Society to, like, Rambo. Being, yeah. And, like, you yeah, know, yeah. the other one. I'm like, holy shit, this movie's <laughs> for real. Like, we're not messing around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a whole, that was just a, that that's the thing to me is like where the marketing began for movies. Mm-hmm. Like you remember like when like the the Blair Witch Project came out. Yeah, I was living with my two roommates, and one of my roommates was like one of those guys who would freak himself out about everything. Yeah, he was on that website they had. Yeah. they had a website for that like months before it came oh, yeah. out. My like, sister. Oh, she, ate she that that's up too. right. Your sister did. My sister ate that up. That's right. Dude, she like, believed it. The it marketing was the of that truth. was so insane. Yeah. Because they're like, this is actual. It was that like was one of the first so found footage gorilla, movies ever. Yeah. yeah. And they were like doing the whole thing. He was, I came home after seeing it. He saw it the same day I did. We saw it different times. Yeah. And he, all the lights were on. And each one of us had a dog. <laughs> all three of our dogs were in the living room with him. I was like, what's up, man? He goes, dude, did you see it? I was like, yeah. He's like, what did you think? I was like, I, I thought it was kind of stupid. He's like, no, 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 dude. It's so real. I'm like, so oh my God. Real. So every time he'd walk into a room, I'd be in a room, I'd be standing in the corner. Oh, He's like, man. stop it. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> he was a little bit that flamboyantly gay. Great. So like when he would yell, it was really funny because it was yeah. really super high pitched. Like, yeah. knock it out. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, dude, it's not a big deal. I oh, didn't. Man. I didn't like the movie because, like, I was I was going to school and like wanting to do movies at the time. Right. So in my head, I'm like, there's two guys sitting in an editing room laughing their ass off right now, going, "Oh, this will scare the crap out of people if we people. put it this way or do sure. this way." Yeah. And then you find out later, like, they were like the one scene where the kids like, "What the hell is that?" It was like the one of the directors running in like a green suit. And they didn't know they were there because, yeah. like, I guess they basically the way they made that movie was like, you guys have to get a map every day, follow the map to go to this one spot and react to what you see, and we'll just shoot it like that. Okay. So what they would do is they would mess with them. Yeah. Like the whole scene in the part where the movie were like they're um, in the uh, the tent and like you see like the the witch is like scratching at the tent. You're right. Right. That's one of the directors. He's in there going at the tent, freaking them out, and then he runs off, and they're outside like, what the hell is that? It was another one of the guys or the same guy running across the woods like wearing this like weird suit. Like what the hell That's is that? So, great. so it's real. Yeah, like it's all real. They but get like, rea- real reactions, yeah. which is probably 
part why the movie why it was did scary, so well. yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's like that kind of stuff, and it's just, it's so funny because it's just like, oh my gosh, like 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 yeah, you know what they're doing, like you know, it's like that's the only reason why horror movies now don't scare me because I'm just like. I get what you're doing. Like, if you yeah. do this, this will scare you. Like, the whole, like, uh, fake jump out thing where it's like, you think it's going to be a build up to them jumping out and then they don't. And then, like, the next second is when they jump out. So right. it gives you the whole time, like, oh, oh, like, you yeah. know, it's like the whole, you know, it's like yeah. that stuff. And it's like, it's after a while, it becomes like so formulaic. You're like, eh. Which is why movies, like, when we were kids, like, when, like, Tarantino movies came out, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It was a whole, it was, the, yeah. The horror movies were. Like, I feel like the horror movies now aren't the same. They're not slasher movies. Like, yeah. we, we grew up with slasher movies. Yeah, and I really, I never really saw those movies. But then, like, you know, I'd even, like, you'd see Robocop or even movies like, you know, like you were saying, Platoon or yeah. Apocalypse Now or Full Metal Jacket. And, like, those movies were scarier to me than, like, Friday the 13th. Like, right. Well, it's the same thing we were talking about before, like, with, with like, Die Hard and then Goonies. You're yeah. Like, or not Goonies, but uh, Gremlins. You're Gremlins. like, eh, this is not real, but yeah. this is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. German terrorists could take over Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> for it sure. could happen. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, I don't know, it was like, was it after high school, I think, is when uh, Saving Private Ryan came out? Uh, yeah. And that was, that was big, I think. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that was the first time... Oh, that was, like, my first World War Two, Like, to actually get a sense of that. And to see it like that, I you know... That was a crazy movie. That movie was... Yeah, and you think about all the people that are in that movie. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, you think Vin Diesel's in that movie? Yep, yeah. Vin Diesel's in that movie. It's so yeah. crazy to me. It's Groot. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, with Tom Hanks, Matt Damon. Tom Hanks, Matt Damon. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy who used to make all the movies... All low budget movies is really good. Yeah, um, the guy, the guy, he, the he guy, actually lives. He, yeah, he lives and he he's always smoking and he has the big machine gun. Yeah, him. I forget his name now. Damn, a couple of his movies were great. Yeah, uh, but the what's the one the the comedic actor guy who the Jewish guy? Yeah, I, forget his I name. can't remember his name either. Wow, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Just no, Google it. Yeah, there's a. Just look it up. Um, <laughs> it's not. Ben, yeah, that it's movie, not Ben Stiller. It's the other. <laughs> yeah, that movie was, uh, and it had. Uh, What's his name in it? Uh, is it Renner in that movie? Jeremy no, Renner? no, no. It's the it's the other guy. The Renner's in um in Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. But I'm thinking of the actor that was like the sniper guy. The oh um yeah, it starts with the P. Yeah, I can't remember. Let me think. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna IMDb this bitch. Yeah, do that. But yeah, that was uh, that first twenty minutes or fifteen minutes of that movie is like it, it was insane. Jesus, man. Yeah. That was uh, that was like the most, and then I feel like, because I don't, I don't think my dad ever saw that movie. Oh, dude, Tom Sizemore's in it. Sizemore, uh, Edward Burns. That's what we're trying. Ed to think Burns. Of. That's right. Barry Pepper. Pepper. Is Adam Goldberg. Goldberg. Vin Diesel. Giovanna Ribisi. Ribisi is yeah. He's the doctor. Yeah. Um, Ted Danson's in it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. Dennis Farina. Damn. Arena, where's oh, he's, yeah. uh, he's like Lieutenant a general. Colonel Anderson? Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, there's hella people. In this there's movie. so many people in that movie. Such a good movie. Oh, dude, it's an amazing movie. It's like one of the you know, and like at some point, I'm gonna sit down and watch these movies with my kids, and I'm gonna that's gonna be a an enjoyable. That's gonna be a hard movie. one to watch, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it important is. though. Like, not a lot of movies I think are as important to watch as that because that's. That's pretty damn like 
from what a lot of people said, pretty close to historical. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's all yeah. I mean, Spielberg did it in a way where it's damn near documentary style. Yeah. You know, it's it's wrapped around a, a feel good story about some brothers, but is it I really feel that like... feel good of a story though? Can you think about it? It's like it's like these guys are going to save this dude who doesn't really deserve to be saved other than his brothers are dead. Yeah. And then they all die trying to save him. Save him. And it's like the funny thing about the movie I always thought was weird was like he says the whole thing about like, you know, am I a good person and all that and he yeah, says yeah. like earn you know, like deserve this or earn this or whatever he right. says right before he yeah. dies. It's like you don't know. Like the only thing you know about the guy is his family's with him, so he's obviously not a prick because his family's there. <laughs> yeah. But like you don't know. Like you don't know if he's a good person or not. You have to assume that he yeah. did earn it. Yeah. But like you, you just kind of go like, I guess. I mean, yeah. like who knows? The guy could have been a complete asshole. Who knows? You know. Yeah. So it's it's interesting in that way that like you get defined by that um, that moment in your life, and you know, I guess those of us who've never been in the military or or been in the military during a wartime or whatever don't really know what that feels like. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I always found it interesting in the movie. You're kind of like, well, was he? Did he? Like, yeah. you know, it's like you assume he did because he's the movie's about him. But you like, hope he did because yeah. that's you want to. Yeah, right? you want to believe that all this was for something. Yeah, Tom Hanks doesn't die for nothing. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he, that he movie, outlived Jenny. He did. <laughs> that movie. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Gump was a great movie. That was when we were in college too. I think after high school. That was yeah. That was later. What um. I was um, we were talking about Tarantino earlier. I think one of the things I th- think that Tarantino did that changed the genre, and I- I'm not as big on Tarantino as I used to be. Like back in the day, like I'm one of those people who liked him in his earlier movies. I like his older movies too, but I, I don't. I bring him up because I think he changed a lot of stuff, but I don't think he's the end all be all. There was a lot of people changing things back then. Yeah, like I think Rob Rodriguez changed some stuff for sure, but I think that like. You know, Tarantino did a lot. Kevin Smith, I think, did a lot more than people give him credit for. For sure. And a lot of stuff like that. But I remember the one scene in Reservoir Dogs where Mr. Blonde cuts the cop's ear off. Yeah. And they pan away from it. Yeah. You just hear it. Yeah. And they come back. That, to me, was like, oh, like, you don't actually have to see the guy have this happen to him. Because you know what it... To me, that's so much more disturbing. You're forcing me to use my imagination. My bet, yeah. to, to I was like, oh my god! Like I was like, that is so much You're worse. Forcing me to paint that picture yeah. rather than showing it to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which is such a crazy juxtaposition to the idea that there's a bleeding cop the entire movie, right? Like just bleeding out. Or I mean, I'm mean, not cop. I mean, um, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Tim Roth. Yeah, he's just bleeding out the entire movie. Right. There's just like covered in blood everywhere he goes, and then this dude like gets his ear cut off and to me way more disturbing yeah like the only thing about the Tim Roth part to me that was disturbing was like the way they jump into it yeah like they just jump into the movie and you, he's bleeding in the back of Harvey Keitel's car and he's like oh I'm fucking dying and he's like like I'm like the movie starts I'm like wait did what? I miss the first scene yeah. like what is going on that movie yeah <laughs> that movie's crazy yeah and that, that was something like I don't think I had been really exposed to that until like Pulp Fiction because I watched, I didn't see Reservoir Dogs until after Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. So, you know, and then watching them both, and you're like, wow, you know, the way he intercuts the story and mixes it up like that. Because, you know, you think about Pulp Fiction and that whole, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's unique in the way he tells the story, but then the story is so offbeat and yeah, unique in that, in its own right. 
and then you're you're ending the story you're ending the movie you know by featuring guys who are dead or you know because uh, one's dead yeah one's dead and then you're like what and then yeah it's uh, it's weird too because you think about it, at the end of that movie when they walk out it's like comical but then you're like damn like Vincent's gonna be dead in like a day yeah and Jules is probably off doing whatever right there's a whole there's actually a whole fan fiction idea that Jules is actually uh um uh what's his name agent from shield um <laughs> Nick Fury. Uh, Nick Fury. That's great. Because I guess on Nick Fury's um, headstone, it says a righteous man. <laughs> and people are like, oh, he probably lost his eye, like whatever. And you That's know, great. Yeah, it's pretty funny. There's actually another thing where I think, I think Tarantino said that he actually confirmed that this was true, that it was Butch who keyed Vincent's car. Yeah. Like he went out, that when he went out in, in the bar. I, think I remember, yeah. Yeah, when they were talking trash to each other in the bar yeah, and yeah. he leaves, he like goes out and keys his car. Yeah. Yeah, because he was talking trash to him. That's kind of funny. <laughs> if you think about the timeline, you're like, wait, does that even work? You're like, oh, wait, no, it actually does work. It does, yeah. <laughs> it does work. You have to think about it. And that's that's the cool part of those movies. You you know, you got to think about. And, but yeah, that those movies, yeah. I remember there was like the whole run of like really good, supposedly independent movies. There was like Clerks, there was Reservoir Dogs, there was Boondock Saints, there was... Um, all the the ones we said before the um the what's his name um the guy who was in Saving Private Ryan um I just I literally just said his Burns. name Ed Burns yeah all Ed Burns movies yeah and then there was um oh man there was some really cool like low budget ones I remember it was kind of like the way music turned like to like grunge from like you know yeah the loud swingers. hair metal band swingers that was the one swingers and then made. Made, very yeah. very well uh, under underknown movie by those oh, two guys. So great, such a great movie, dude. such a great movie. Oh my god! Yeah, but I Vince remember Vince Vaughn is such a jackass in that movie. It's so crazy <laughs> so how great. they switch sides. Oh man, from from what they were like in Swingers yeah. to that. Oh my god, Swingers! I remember I, I saw that movie in the actual theater. We went down to uh, it was an old theater. The theater's not even there anymore. They demolished it like ten years ago. But yeah, I remember going there and they we got posters and I remember the poster was in your room. Yeah, we got posters and we got like uh, coasters and yeah, it was. I remember seeing that movie and it was it was a big deal. It was a great movie. It was such a good movie. It was so realistic for like because I totally uh, we we used to do a whole, whole episode on his movies, but like I totally sympathize with Vince Vaughn or not Vince Vaughn, but uh, John Favreau's character. Yeah, because that's how I was with women. I was yeah. like so second guessing of myself everything. everything everything and like I had I had a friend who was a lot like uh, Vince Vaughn's character who just came so easy to him yep. to talk to girls and yep. I was just like dude I don't get it like how do you <laughs> how do you do this like how do you not have like having the conversation where you open there's that one part where he's talking about what they're gonna do that night and then they're fairly in the beginning and like Vince Vaughn is talking to John Favreau and John Favreau is just walking around his apartment yeah. he's opening his fridge and shutting it and just like nervous energy and I'm like oh my god I've totally been there like <laughs> let's go out and meet Chris like oh my god yeah. like like in your head you're like I don't want to do this to myself but on the outside you're like whatever it's gonna yeah. be cool I don't care it's fun <laughs> yeah. yeah we just was... go let's just go have a good time and encapsulated that so well like it was so funny yeah yeah that was, so, that was such a good thing and that was the thing with Clerks too like with, with Kevin Smith like we need to do a whole episode on Kevin Smith movies uh-huh. but like like Kevin Smith like with Clerks it was like I've worked those jobs like we talked about earlier I've worked a thousand jobs I've yeah. worked those jobs before where it's just like 
Like, the thing, there's that one little tiny montage where he's like, you have to deal with the stupid questions all day. And the guy's like, <laughs> what do you mean I don't have any ice cubes? I got to drink this coffee hot? Like, I worked at a coffee shop where people would literally complain about the heat of the coffee. I'm like, it's coffee. Like, what do you want? Like, oh. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, do you, what's, what is that? The yeah. guy walks in, do you have a... Do you have rims for a 72 Pinto hatchback? <laughs> Ooh, Mini Trucker magazine. <laughs> he runs over the magazine rack. <laughs> like, oh my God, I've worked those jobs. Yeah. People are just so dumb. Uh, I just, it's so funny. Like, that movie was such a, a, and the acting in it sucked so bad, mm-hmm. but it was still so funny. It didn't yeah. matter. It's just the writing and then, you know, yeah. you could relate with how they wrote. And I oh, think yeah. that was... It made you feel like you could make movies. Exactly. You're like, oh, dude, I could write that. Then you go sit down and write, you're like, oh, my God, this is hard. Yeah. Yeah. You realize. Kevin Smith <laughs> is a genius. And, and you think about Kevin Smith, everyone's like, oh, he's made movies that nobody likes. So what? He said before, like, the movie Tusk, mm-hmm. he made, or was it that movie? Was yeah. It, yeah, it was Tusk. He said he made Tusk so he could get Clerks 3 greenlit, or Mallrats 2, or one of the ones he's doing. Like, he said, he goes, yeah, I got this done so I could do this. I don't care. Yeah. He did that sausage movie, Yoga Hosers. <laughs> he did that so he could put his daughter in it. Daughter, yeah. yeah he's was... like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Dude, the guy has lived his whole life. That's what he's that's his like theme. I just want to make a movie with my friends. Yeah. Right? That's his that's... that's his that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. He lived his whole life making movies with his friends, wearing hockey jerseys and jorts <laughs> and doing whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that guy's a failure. Yeah. Like oh, those movies failed. That guy's living the life. I mean, yeah. yeah, he just almost died of a heart attack, but he's alive and but he's he is. fine. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he lost 20 pounds. He keeps putting pictures of himself up wearing clothes he hasn't worn for, like, 10 years. It's really funny. <laughs> He's, like, wearing his Silent Bob, Jane's Silent Bob jacket. He's like, I wore this jacket, like, 10 years. It's great. Yeah. Dude, Jane's Silent Bob is one of the greatest movies. Oh, it was so such a funny. great movie. So many great cameos. Yeah. Dogma. God. Dog dude, yeah. <laughs> That's, like, one of my favorite. That's I think that might be my favorite Kevin Kevin Smith movie. It's hard not to love that movie. That one. and I Chasing love Chasing Amy's great. Chasing Amy's amazing. Jason Lee, dude, that guy was just like perfect. I will say, I don't think I ever saw uh, Clerks. Was it Clerks Two? Clerks Two is funny if you don't go into it thinking it's going to be like Clerks One. Right. I mean, how could it be? Right. It's 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 totally a real movie. Like it's a movie. <laughs> it's like, a movie. Like there's, there's a budget. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a budget. There's a dance scene in it. Nice. Um, it's just and it's basically uh, Randall messing with this like high school kid who works there named Elias who's like this overly like Christian virgin kid and it's just Randall messing with him the whole time and then it's like you know Kevin Smith again trying to put his wife in the movies so she's in the movie (laughs) and you know just stuff I mean and Jay they have Jay actually talking about his sobriety in the movie even though he's still a drug dealer and (laughs) he does the whole like tuck between his legs thing from uh, Sounds of the Lambs which is hilarious God. I don't know dude it's a, it's a, I thought it was a really funny movie you, you, you'd you probably like it yeah. if you just go into it like not expecting it to be anything but what it is for sure yeah cause like dude I, I still laugh my ass off to this. there's a whole scene about a racial epithet with uh, Earthquake and Wanda Sykes is airing it oh god and Randall doesn't know the word the the word he's saying is racially charged and he's like what he goes my grandmother used to say all the time and he starts going through things his grandmother said he's like ah, maybe she was racist <laughs> and he says it for the earthquake and, and Wanda Sykes is like oh hell no <laughs> it's so funny uh, it's one of the best scenes ever oh, uh, but yeah there's a whole scene of like you know just Jay being Jay it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. good man it's a good movie it's it's a bad good movie it's bad good yeah 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 I'd listen to Kevin Smith's 
supposedly non-memorable movies, but it's at the top of those. It's like teetering <laughs> over to teetering. the good ones. Yeah, it's definitely not Dogma. Yeah, <laughs> well, for sure. Yeah, I mean, even with Chris Rock's bad acting, Chris Rock is the greatest. You ain't gonna go there, Loki. <laughs> He's such a bad actor. <laughs> like the best comedian, one of the best of all time, but the terrible actor. He is. <laughs> awful. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it is. Still a great comedian. Yeah, he just put out a new special. I've, I've watched like five minutes of it, and then my daughter woke up, so I had to turn it off. Yep. Like she came out. Like it was after they went to bed. I watched Ricky Gervais' new one. That was good. I haven't seen that one yet. That was funny. Even yeah. though he reads his Twitter for half of it, but it's still funny. <laughs> he does that all the time. Yeah, dude. The guy's funny. I don't care. He's, he's British and he's funny. He wants. Yeah. He said something, though, that totally like made me like think, like, oh, yeah, I forget how old I am sometimes. Because he was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was fat for like, most of my life. And then I lost weight. And now I'm getting fat again. And, you know, I'm in my 50s, so I'll probably just stay getting fat until I die. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, that's kind of true, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not going to go win any awards for Mr. Olympia anytime soon. So, you know, he's got like $90 million. Why not? Oh. I know. Wouldn't it be great to have like a little bit of that? Just, Just one, one, <laughs> one percent. Could I have one million dollars? Oh man, uh, we gotta write the office. <laughs> That's what we gotta do. We gotta write the office, an American version though. <laughs> you could cast. They'll never see it coming. Some people, yeah, funny. That guy from uh, it's your, it's your kid's favorite show. <laughs> it is my kid's favorite show. It is. I think I told you as a teacher, there's a thing on the on the like what what do your parents tell you not to do or say at home? And his was stop yelling Dwight <laughs> at the TV. His teacher was like, Okay and then like I told her later, I'm like, we watched the office. She's like, Oh so it didn't make any sense to me why you can't yell Dwight. I'm like, Yeah, because every time Dwight's on the screen, it's like Dwight <laughs> And then my daughter gets into it and she has no idea what she's yelling about, but she just yeah. yells Dwight and dances around. Yeah. I get a videotape her dancing to the intro. It's hilarious. Videotape. That's something my mom says, dude. Oh. <laughs> I still say rec- or uh, I still say TiVo. TiVo. Yeah. Well, at least TiVo. It's a it's DVR. Mechanism. It's digital. At least. My wife says record. I'm like, we gotta get that on tape. She says that every once in a while. Tape. Really. <laughs> Although I did stop. When was the last time you bought a tape? <laughs> you gonna set the. VHS timer which never worked ever 12 o'clock blinking dude forever. you ever tried to do that like where you set the timer to record something on your VHS no. I did it a couple times I would come home and no no bullshit it'd be blinking 12 again I'm like alright <laughs> I give up I give up that was how I found out that Tyson lost uh, to Buster Douglas I found out because we taped it because we were doing something I forget what we were doing I came home and it was like Tyson and I'm like wait a minute what is going on and it was like just static but you could hear it Oh, and I was like what is happening so I fast forward for a while to see if it would get better Yeah, it didn't I turn it on as I turn it on it's like I can't believe he's taking this kind of punishment I'm like oh great Tyson beat him <laughs> the champ is down I'm like what what is going on <laughs> biggest event of my life and I'm not seeing it it's just static and yeah, audio dude, that's that, crazy it was terrible that's hilarious it was so terrible I was that is so like, mad that, it was like that, watching that, porn when I was a kid I'm like <laughs> <laughs> wavy line yeah yeah no that that epitomizes like our generation yeah just <laughs> trying to get it on tape and it's static and all you hear is audio yeah <laughs> terrible i was so pissed recording things off the radio to make a tape mix 
Yeah. And it was <laughs> record one, put your radio up to the other radio. Yeah. And as you're hearing, you know, Debbie Gibson, all of a sudden you hear your sister. Dinner! <laughs> oh, I'm recording. I'm recording a song. <laughs> Trying to make a mix for my sweetie. I was to call the DJ and ask him to play it again next hour. <laughs> It's a popular song, so it'll come on again. Did you ever I'll call... just sit here for two hours until it comes on again. <laughs> did you ever do that? Did you ever actually like call a radio station asking to play a song for you? No, I did it a couple times, and like literally, like every time everybody else would call, like, oh, here's Tiffany for uh, Sandra, you know, Dave, and blah blah blah, and then like mine would come out, and they're like, here's this song by request. What the <laughs> fuck, man? <laughs> I got a name too, bro. <laughs> like, damn it. Like, write it down, man. <laughs> somebody special. Yeah. Going out to somebody special. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I, I have like a weird memory of being like probably 12 and I just cleaned my room and I put a desk in my room for some reason because mm-hmm. I had a big ass room and everyone was like super clean. I was sitting there with my radio on and I felt really accomplished. Yeah, and I was just listening to the radio, listening to like songs on the radio, and I was like, "Yeah, my room's clean. It's pretty sweet." Like, I don't know why that <laughs> sticks in my head, why that does, and other important things don't. But like, yeah. I just remember that like that was like a really joyful thing. I was listening to the radio when I was a kid. I love that. Yeah, the radio was. Uh, that's well. Now it sucks. Yeah, I haven't listened to the radio in forever, but that used to that was a staple. The radio and mixtapes. Yeah, dude, mixtapes were the greatest. Yeah, I love mixtapes. Did you ever make a mixed video? No. Well, yeah, kind of. I tried making my own baseball highlights before off of stuff on on um on um what's it called on like um the nighttime highlights and stuff like that. Oh, like right. home runs, like a bunch of home runs yeah, and yeah. great plays and stuff. I didn't even play baseball. I, I tried. To, I tried to show it to my dad one time, and it was like so quick cutted. He was like, "What am I watching? What am I doing?" I was like, ah. "You just don't get it, old man." <laughs> it's the new new era. Yeah, it's a new era. Quick cut, Qu- jump cut, bro. What, is, what does he say? <laughs> I, I'm just laughing now, and you know, I have no idea what, I don't know what you're talking it's, about. Phase uh, on love, and he's uh oh, in um Bentley's cut. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, he was, we were, dude, he was making fun of that movie we were making fun of last week. Yeah, uh, Biker Boys. Yeah, ass Bentley's, Bentley's cut. cut. He makes music videos. He doesn't know how to make a movie. <laughs> Bentley's ass. Yeah. God, if you oh, if anybody out here is wanting to know what the hell we're talking about, watch Dinner for Five with John Dinner Favreau. Five. Well, I love that show. That was such a great show with John Favreau and the one with Phase on Love was on it. What John Favreau talked about when they did the replacements and they were stretching. Yeah. And then someone's just screaming out racial epithets. <laughs> He's like, this is going to be horrible. Then he realizes it's Phase on Love. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at all those other black players. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, dude, that show that, that, that show, show was so good. So good. I remember when um, he, Jay Moore like annoyed him. He was doing his impression of um, of uh, what's the dude from CSI Miami? Oh, uh, oh, I don't. know. I forget the redhead dude. He was yeah, doing yeah. I know what you're talking about, but he's I, like, I don't you have a thing. show called Party of Five. He's like, it's called Dinner for Five, dude. Like he was like <laughs> mad. It was funny. <laughs> That's a good show. They have a box set for that out. Do they? Yeah. That was Blu-ray or DVD? Show. Probably both, I would assume, at this point. You'd think, but uh, maybe you find a it. lot of things. <laughs> maybe we can record it. We can get on, on TiVo. Boop, boop. Videotape. Boom. 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 
I like that the bong was really aggressive. Bong. It's live. Bong. We're live now. Stop bong, it. Bong, 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 bong. You can't fast forward anymore. Please stop. Bong, bong. I watch stuff now, like, on DVR, like, all the time. With the point where now, where if I'm watching them live, I try to fast forward. I'm like, what the? What is going on with this tape? Like, oh, it's not yeah. on the. Damn it. Or your kid says, Dad, fast forward. This is live television, son. What is that? <laughs> Let me explain to you something that will has been around and in five years won't be around anymore. You know, it's just like, it's like explaining to him what a VHS tape is or, you know, I'm just like, okay, whatever. First there was Betamax. Yeah. And then came VHS. And then for five minutes, blue, or, uh, laser discs. <laughs> laser discs. Yeah. <laughs> that, you remember that Dennis Leary line where we talked about live TV? He's like, the reason we don't turn TV off? I saw Lee Harvey Oswald get assassinated live on TV. I'm not turning this shit off. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they'll never understand. They'll never no, understand dude. missing a show. They'll never understand that. And it's it's so frustrating. I like, guarantee you right now, if 9-11 happened, like, we'd be sitting there watching CNN, and their kids would be like, this is boring, this train station. Yeah. Like, no. Can you fast forward this, Dad? <laughs> Keep fast forward. What happens? When is the what? monster show up? This is live. This is live. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the only thing my kids watch live, I think, is when I watch the news. The news, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it's like their shows that we let them watch, so we DVR them. Yeah, the, the news comes on in my house, and it's like <laughs> kid repellent, and they just go away. <laughs> See, on Channel 40 here, they have the cat, the their little cat, Chroma Kitty. Oh. He's for the, for the weather. Okay. He's outside. My kids will sit there for hours waiting for that stupid cat. <laughs> Like I'll be in making breakfast all the time here. Chroma, like there he is. <laughs> all right, that's it. Channel three's got a really hot traffic girl, so my wife will like wake me up. Hey, your girlfriend's on. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, with the you watch John Oliver that whole train thing that he had. It I, don't was like, I don't have HBO. People so calling really into it. a news station because they had like a train in the background. And people called and flooded this, just call in every day about the train. When are we going to see the train? Why isn't the train working? And they were just, that's all they would talk about on this one, like, news. It would just, like, go around like a like a, like a Christmas yeah, a train. Little, like, little train on a track. That's funny. And then they saw it. It was on there for, like, a couple shows. And then it stopped being on there. And then it wasn't working. And then people just irate, like, calling, where's the train? Why is it? Yeah. And this is what they're calling in the show about. And so... And then John Oliver made like this huge like model train and then sent it to him. It was like as you know, as big as like a room in your house and it's like <laughs> obnoxiously big and yeah. That's was, awesome. Yeah, just some random mean, John Oliver thing. Meanwhile, if your anchor, your favorite anchor gets replaced, everyone's like, Oh, there's a new guy. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. But the train. The news. No. Yeah. yeah, talk about the train. I was so hoping yesterday I was watching it and the cat was on there and they were showing him in the backyard because like Channel 40 here has got this whole backyard patio area where the cat just showed up one day and they just adopted it. It just showed up and like, all right, we're going to name him so Chroma random. Kitty because, you know, Chroma Key is the, the green screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his name's Chroma Kitty and he just hangs out by there. People donate cat trees to him and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> anyway, they were like showing a squirrel in the tree and they panned out and Chroma Kitty's just like crouched and the anchor had to go over like smartly. It was like, hey, buddy, like pet him, kind of getting his brain out of it because the last thing he's like, it's going to be 70 degrees and oh Whoa. my God, <laughs> nature just came to yeah, Fox Party. Yeah. That's That'd one of my great. favorite YouTube clips that was going around a few months ago. Like Which this, one? This guy and his wife, I think they like saved this little squirrel. 
and they're like, okay, buddy, like, put him up on a tree, like, go free. He's no more than four feet away from this dude's hand, and their cat jumps up and just grabs that little bitch and runs off. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, nah, nah, screaming their heads off. Like, dude, it's nature. The oh, cat's going to eat the squirrel. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. It is awesome. <laughs> See, again, I feel like that's the kind of thing with my kids. Like, my son still wakes up thinking everything's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin that yet. Yeah. So, like, I don't want him to be like, my mom's dog just passed away. I haven't told him yet. Oh, really? I don't know how to tell him. Yeah. I'm hoping he'll just forget she had two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping he'll be like, where's Max? Who? Just, no. No, I don't remember that name. <laughs> you're, you're pronouncing Allie wrong. That's her other dog. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know what the hell to tell him. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like when our dog dies, which could happen at any moment, um, <laughs> I'll deal with it then. Yeah. But I don't want to deal with it right now because... You know, I don't want to go through the whole story of, I don't know. Yeah, it's it was rough. We I dealt with that with my oldest. We had a cat. It was the only cat he knew. And right. it, it was, uh, we did everything we could to save that cat. I remember. And you also saved that cat originally. Yeah. Cat was living just, in the yeah, dumpster. Yeah, just a random stray that we got. <laughs> it, yeah. it was, <laughs> we were gone. We Beautiful were out of state. cat, too. Just, yeah, pure white, long hair. Declawed, so it obviously De- yeah, belonged no to somebody. claws, fixed. And just, uh, you know, wife found him in a parking lot of an outback. Just, and he was just matted gray. Anyway, but yeah, my, my oldest loved that cat. And we got, yeah, it was, uh, sucked. Got I mean, we're like, hey, we're going to take Hoth. Hoth was his name. He was all white, so we called him, we named him Hoth after the ice planet and star wars whatever um so yeah we're like hey yeah we're gonna take hoth and uh he's not gonna come back and that was rough and so like yeah that sucks yep that was uh that sucked how long did that last that suck uh it was a good month but we we got our cat now his name is dagobah of course because the planets right anyway um, but we kind of had him, like they were, him and Hoth were both friends. And so like he was able to transition, I feel, because he right. had like the other cat. And the other cat was pretty young. We adopted him when he was just a kitten. So I feel like that helped right. my yeah, yeah. oldest get through that. But it it was, it's still awful. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my kid's pretty smart. Like your kid, I'm sure he'll get it, you know? But yeah. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, because then it's going to start opening the whole door to like, well, wait, are you going to die, Dad? Yeah, like, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, probably. Not anytime soon. Right. At least I don't, I got to go get a blood scan. you longer than out. it's comfortable for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to wipe my ass someday, too. Oh, yeah. Hashtag life goals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my kid. Wiping my butts. Yep. I, every once in a while, when I would wipe his ass, I'd be like, "Someday, bitch. Someday, <laughs> come back this around. Is gonna happen. <laughs> you better not hire some some mean woman to do it either. Yeah, or, or even worse, a mean man. <laughs> man this, this is Bill. This he's pot. gonna be taking care of you from now on, Dad. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> podcast took a really dark turn it did it did it, it really, really did. depressing at the end there. dark turn sorry what can we do to turn it around uh <laughs> i don't know 
We can't save it. We can't. How can I tell my kids about my death of my dog? We can't even save this podcast. Good God. It's a train wreck. I got nothing. <laughs> it's also late and we're tired. I'm going to tell them, let's go, go talk to Eric's kids. I don't know. They have all the answers. <laughs> I'll invite him over. You can talk to him about it. I don't want to give him the rainbow bridge thing. I had to deal with that when I worked with animals too much. What? I don't even know what that is. It's, you know, like heaven for animals. It's it's a rainbow bridge, and someday when you die, you walk across the rainbow bridge, and all your animals are there waiting for you, and they're all healthy and all that kind of stuff. It's a nice thing to think if you're, you know, I'm not into superstition, so it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, yeah, that sounds like bullshit to me. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to do that. So, I don't know. I have a hard time with with that whole thing, so, ugh, it's going to suck. This whole, uh, dark turn that we just yeah. reminded me of uh, another <laughs> crazy movie I saw when I was a kid Pet Cemetery. oh my oh, god <laughs> did that one mess you up when you were a kid it was good it didn't mess me up as much I was just like damn why do you gotta cut his Achilles tendon yeah, don't I was so fucked up yeah. oh. <laughs> I still can't look at it like that oh. his Achilles gets just sliced so easily oh oh poor grandpa Munster <laughs> He was great, my cousin Vinny. Uh, two what? Another great movie. Two Utes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Yeah. Everyone says Marissa Tomei didn't actually get the Oscar. <laughs> that like whoever read it like read off who won it. Like actually, I think it was like an older guy, and I guess he like messed up on the thing and read her name instead of the wrong other person's name. Pulled a Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that was Steve Harvey. I would have just quit. Like this award doesn't really matter anyway. Uh, we're gonna do something else. I'm just kidding, everybody. You've been punked. It's like, uh, did you see? And then uh, the whole Best Picture thing too. That was it two years ago. They messed that up. It was, oh yeah, uh, the Oscars. And That's then right. it, I forget who was present. It was uh, who presented that. It was uh, Dick Tracy. I can't remember his uh, name. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. And he messed that up. And then they had to go tell the people that were all on stage, oh, no. Oh, that's <laughs> right. It's so awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. And then that's what, uh, what's his name did this year? Uh, uh, I can't remember. It was the director. He, the the water guy, the shape of water. Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, he got up there and he, he grabbed the card from the presenter and he read it and he goes, and he like looked at it and <laughs> awesome. it was his name he was super hot it was super funny that's funny yeah did you ever see that movie Shape of Water yeah no also known as Grinding Nemo uh, no did you see it no no are you going to see it no probably not I, I would have seen it 10 years ago <laughs> now I'm like I only have so much time you haven't even seen Black Panther yet exactly I, <laughs> I only have so much time I got dude I got raked over the coals for never seeing Schindler's List really yeah one of the guys at the gym was like what what and he like hates like superhero movies he goes I don't want to hear another word about another damn Marvel movie until you see Schindler's List <laughs> have I, you still not seen it no I, we got I've seen so many people who've told me about it that like I've yeah. seen it yeah it's got Liam's Neeson's in it <laughs> yeah well it's just uh, I mean, the subject matter is whatever, but right. I mean, did not... you just say it's whatever to the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're getting into with that movie, but you know, it's that you whole know, it's I'm, I'm not going to explain that to you. 
But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that... They said the Holocaust so flippantly, though. It's like that whatever the thing that happened. <laughs> you know about the subject. You know, the Jews and stuff. But the reason, like, I had to watch it so many times was... Uh, we took a film class, and it's it's one of Spielberg's, like, best movies right. that he directed. And, like, you... That movie, like, I learned a lot about, like, you know, how to make a movie and, like, the difficulties and shots and... Uh, there's one shot in that movie. It's... Anyway, it's this super long, continuous shot he does. It's it's like I knowing that, and then they being pointed out to me so many so many times during that class, and then you you watch movies now, and like nothing comes close to the. It's like the Goodfellas scene where he walks into the basement of the Tropic Trocadero yeah, Club, yeah, and he goes all the way down to the basement. It's a one shot all the way through to yeah. where he sits um, in the front row. Mm-hmm. It's like a I think it's like a two and a half minute three minute like walk through he talks yeah. to multiple people multiple lighting angles yeah, all yeah it, there's yeah it's that scene it's but it's like exactly what you're describing yeah. but it's like and it's like a dance hall and there's like dancing and it's you know he wraps around the whole thing it comes back and yeah. it's it's a crazy shot and then now like you know being exposed to that that movie and seeing like the way he directs and like anytime I see like a one shot like that I'm all oh, that was you know it was nice right. like uh, the the Daredevil show on Netflix the first season there's a one shot in there it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome you gotta you gotta check out that show and uh, yeah I wanna start watching um, I think it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't watched that yet I heard that's really good yeah I got uh, I started watching that but I, I it, the first season was boring really yeah it bored okay. me and then, it, and then I heard it got better, but I never was intrigued enough to go yeah. back and revisit. I, I you know, I think I, a lot of those shows that like are doing the in between stuff with the movies, like there's a lot of cleanup they have to do, yeah, to kind of get themselves like inserted into the universe and have it not step on itself, right? So that's like what the X Men did; they screwed up so bad, yeah. Then they just try to get out of the timeline by being, "Hey, Logan, you went back in time and everything changed, <laughs> so let's just start over." Yeah, but it worked though. <laughs> Dude, everyone likes X Men movies. Like, like who's in this one? Which which Magneto is it? Whatever is Wolverine in it? Both cool. <laughs> both Magnetos. Yeah, in both. This? I don't, what? Like, how are both Magnetos in it? <laughs> and then they have like all those like you know other mutants that you don't know unless you read the comics who are like starring in it. You're like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Who's this guy who jumps from side to side and like yeah just it was a good movie. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Peter Dinklage is in it. I'm a big fan of small people. He's, he's in, in uh, he's Infinity in that, War. Yeah, you know who he is, right? No. He's the, supposedly, he's the, um, the, whatever they're called. Um, what was the little guy in uh, Lord of the Rings? What's he called? What kind of, um, not an elf, uh, dwarf. Dwarf. He's a dwarf. I guess he's a dwarf. He's a dwarf who actually, like, um, is the one who helps him put together his new weapon. Because, like, there was, like, supposedly there was a race of dwarves that made the milieu. And yeah. Thor's and, hammer and yeah, and, and then and he goes he back helps, to them, yeah, to, to get make the, the they call it the storm drip breaker and the storm movie. breaker axe, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's actually like called a, something else, yeah, in in the comics, 
but yeah, so that I think he goes back to him in the in the trailers where you see him with all the lightning. He's holding on to that like machine. Yeah. In the comics, there's like a scene of him doing that. It's like a forging machine, so it actually forges to him. Mm. So I like the milieu would come to him. Yeah. It was like the same thing. It, like it forges to his body somehow or something like that. So it becomes a weapon that's like part of him. Yeah. So that's that scene, and that's, that's why interesting. Like, yeah. So that's who he's supposed to be, like like that guy. Yeah. In the comics, actually, uh, Tony forges armor in the same way. Oh really? He forges armor out of that. It's like the magic, you know, the whole dwarf magic. Yeah, yeah. Asgardian, that whole thing. But yeah, that's that's interesting. It'd be interesting to see how that turns out. And from the look of it, of the uh, of the trailer, like he's with Groot and Rocket, and like. Yeah, they did. You see those posters they just put out about it? With they're like all different colors, but it, all yeah. the characters are like separated. I wonder if they're gonna be like off in different. Well, and that's that's the whole theory about why Hawkeye hasn't been in any of the things because he's actually supposed to be in this one in Infinity War or in Avengers Four. Yeah, I think they're gonna like everyone's like, oh, he's gonna get killed in the beginning because that'll be the most sympathetic person to kill. Right. Pretty sure they're gonna kill Loki in the beginning. Yeah, he's gonna hand him the 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 blue stone, and then he's gonna get. Well, yeah, I, I, they gotta get because the Tesseract is with Loki on that ship that the end of Thor which is weird because are they just going to kill all the Asgardians after that really awesome happy yeah, like, time yeah. <laughs> like hey everything's happy let's just mow through these people then which I guess is a good way to show what an asshole Thanos is yeah and then and then uh, there's that scene where he's holding Thor's head and he's yelling right pretty sure they're killing Loki in front of him and that's why he's yelling probably yeah because he ends up on the window you can see probably well yeah I don't know because or he's killing Thanos all the and Loki already have like some sort of like Loki knows who he is, right? So at some point they're gonna you know well, that's Thanos gonna come to a head. Probably pissed because the 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 original like thing got the war got screwed up by Loki. Remember that's why that's when, yeah. that's when Thanos was like fine I'll do it myself. And he so he's given Loki had because the staff was the Mind Stone, right? And so he had that gem and he had the Tesseract. So right at well, some he point, be, so he he threatened to you know rip Ronan, was his name Ronan? Yeah, yeah, Ronan like open and bathe in his blood for pissing him off. <laughs> so if Loki lost to the stones and screwed up that bad the right. uh, the the invasion, yeah, I'm assuming that they're killing all the Asgardians and Loki in front of Thor, and then the original trailer that played at Comic Con started with Thor hitting the window, window of the of, Guardian yeah, the ship, Guardian ship. Milano, so I'm assuming what happens he probably just tosses him out of the ship and then he that's how he hooks up with the Asgardian or with the uh, the Guardians yeah I wonder if maybe they just blow that whole ship up well there's that scene where Loki's walking around over a bunch of dead bodies yeah so I'm assuming that they go through the Black the Dark Order or whatever the Black Order or whatever go through and just kill everybody everybody yeah which will suck because Korg was hilarious such a great character it really is yeah hopefully they like ejected Korg <laughs> but yeah so yeah. That, that'll be weird because Thanos is but like I've read some stuff but like, the Hulk is also on that ship so but he falls to earth go down yeah but how like he must uh, how, get tossed he, yeah I don't know so, but how does he get to earth but Thor doesn't like Thor is I don't yeah. know and it, all I've speculation. Read, yeah, I know. I've read some stuff. In, what thirty days now? about Thanos? It's yeah, be awesome stuff about Thanos. I've read from the comic books is pretty crazy. Like, because I never really read the comics and yeah. like how like you know he just like he had he made Hulk his like he chained Hulk around his neck and made him like a dog <laughs> at one point. Um, he turned Nebula into a statue, like just basically like 
killed her and made her like a statue. Like he's That's, done all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff and and like just, yeah, he's a crazy character and it's yeah. it's really it's weird the way they're going to use him because he's kind of immortal. Yeah. But, like, he dies a lot, but then comes back. I guess he's killed Wade Wilson, like, more times than, like, you can count. <laughs> yeah. He's crushed his head, turned him into goo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> turned him into goo. Yeah. <laughs> give me the goo stick. Why'd you give me the goo stick? He just... <laughs> I don't know. Gollum think Goldblum's in this movie, though. I know that. Uh... Did you see... Oh, there's a... Because I just watched uh, Thor Ragnarok with my wife the other day. And there's a... There's a scene on there, like a, it's a bonus scene with uh, Jeff Goldblum, and he's playing the, he's the, uh, the Grandmaster, and he moves in with that, uh, what's his name, Thor's uh, faux roommate. Oh, right, right, yeah. 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 He, <laughs> Thor moves out, and then <laughs> he puts an ad on Craigslist, <laughs> and he gets the Grandmaster as his new roommate. That was that YouTube video where Thor was, like, bored during... Yeah, yeah. there's two of them. There's yeah, two, yeah. Uh, Thor, and I can't remember his name. It's like Steve or something. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a normal dude name. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's like the third part in that little series. That's awesome. he gets the Grandmaster. <laughs> Hilarious. Dude. Such, such a funny little clip. Did you ever see the one where Thor was, like, working out? And he was like, it was just Chris Hemsworth, and he's like making fun of the fact that he wasn't in the movie in the in Civil War. Oh no! He's like, oh, I saw doing uh, doing another movie without us, huh? Me and <laughs> me and Hulk. And he's like, he's doing pull ups the whole time, but he obviously <laughs> is like on like a chair. Yeah, and he's just like, oh. That's cool. You know, the kids are going to fight while uh, dad stays in and works out. <laughs> and he's like, takes one arm off. So he's doing one arm pull ups. He's like, let me see if I still got it. And like, somebody throws the milieu at him and he catches it. And he's like, still doing pull ups with one arm. He's like, yep, still got it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Dude, the, you know, there's like a big cry for people now wanting to make that Crocodile Dundee movie. Uh, <laughs> like, for real. People really want that to be made, the Danny yeah. McBride one. Well, the way they played that and the way it came out, like, people thought that was an actual movie and they it were like hyped. It'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be funny. Even if they don't get like Margot Robbie and Mel yeah, Gibson and everybody yeah. else, it was just him just and Hemsworth, Hemsworth. Yeah, a few other people. Uh, you know, Paul name? Hogan will Paul do Paul Hogan, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy's got nothing else going on. Oh, man. He's probably like the Kennedys to us over there. Oh, he's got to be big time. Yeah. Got to be. For sure. What else do they I mean, well, they got a lot now. They got Gibson, but that was kind of a, he's kind of a disappointment to them, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. The whole sugar tits thing probably didn't help his, his case. <laughs> the Hemsworth brothers. There's so many Aussies, like uh, the whole, like, I don't know. Both Hemsworth brothers. Yeah. And then like The Walking Dead, like half their cast is Australian. It's crazy. I still think it's funny that The Walking Dead, that, um, What's his name? Um, who's the star of it? The guy that was the main character? Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, what's his name? Rick. Rick? Yeah. That Rick was the uh, the sappy dude in um, Love Actually. Oh. In Love Actually, he's the guy who was in love with Kara Knightley, but his, but his buddy was married to her. Who comes, okay. to, who comes to the door with like the signs saying, like, next year, you know, whatever. I don't know that I've seen that then. I'm drawing a complete Love Actually on is my one. favorite Christmas movie because I'm a total... Puss and I, yeah, it's all right. I like those movies, but yeah, he's like he's British in real life, and he's like he's like in love with Keira Knightley's character, even though his best friend marries her in the first yeah. scene in the movie. Total creep. 
<laughs> he come, comes to her house, like a really iconic scene. He comes to her house in the middle of like right before Christmas, and he has carol singers like on a on a thing, so it sounds like it's carolers. Yeah. And her boyfriend, her husband's like, oh, just you know, give him some money and send him away. And he's got like a thing where it's like says like you know, I'll always love you and this and that and like, but I know that like I can't be with you. And then she goes up and kisses him like on the cheek or something real quick, and he's like, that's enough for now, and like walks off or whatever. And it's like you're kind of a creep, dude. Like that's, that's kind weird. of not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the song Jesse's Girl. I'm like, this is a love song about wanting to bang your buddy's girlfriend, dude. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> that song is great. Yeah, but like every time I hear it, I'm like, this is about a really bad friend. Yeah. That's what this song is. It's like, <laughs> oh man, my boyfriend's girlfriend's rad. She's amazing. She's amazing. How do I kill my friend? <laughs> That's basically all it is. Oh. Yeah. There's some creepy ass songs out there. Like like a lot of songs about young girls. Like from older dudes. Yeah. Like that song, Young Girl. Young girl, get out of my mind. That song, it's about like a 16-year-old. You're far too young. Man, a time. <laughs> You're too young, girl. It's like, whoa. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we've uh, fully successfully... We have run the gamut. Got ourselves out of podcast. dead dogs into having <laughs> two young girls in pop songs. Yeah. All right. Well, until uh, next time. Bye, buddy. See you later. in my car Falling farther from just what we are Smoke a cigarette and last no more These conversations kill Falling faster